Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, Senior Editor of the Democrat Gazette, and we're going to clean up a creek today. Not not literally, but we're going to talk a lot about Fush Creek and Little Rock and the beautiful wetlands uh, that surround it. I mean, few metropolitan areas of this size have anything like it anywhere in the country, and we have failed to take full advantage of that. But I have two people with me, Norm Burner, Reed Green, friends of Fush Creek, who recently took me on a canoe trip uh, along the creek. And I was like so many Little Rock residents. I mean, I was familiar with the creek, but I had not been on it in a canoe, and I was just blown away. And I've lived in Little Rock the last 34 years and uh, had just had not done that in 34 years. Uh, but I, I want to talk about the group first, and we'll get into the creek itself and how you got involved. And, and Norm, I, I want to start with you because I know probably most of our listeners aren't really familiar with your group. So tell us about Friends of Fush Creek, how it came along, what it does, et cetera. Well, Rex, about 10 years ago, a group of about 16 partners came together, and they were from local, state, and even a federal organization to form what we call Friends of Fush Creek. There's no one person who's friends Fush Creek, but we have people from Arkansas Game and Fish and Arkansas Forestry Commission. And way back then it was Arkansas Department of Environmental Quality and Arkansas State Parks. And, you know, uh, Reed and his Central Arkansas Master Naturalist. And these people have an incredible amount of technical knowledge about the outdoors plants, animals, birds, trees, fish, aquatic mm -hmm. life, water quality. And we didn't even have the time to form a 501c3. We just came together to start cleaning up the largest urban wetlands in the South, right here in Little Rock, one of the largest in the entire nation. And we've got some 57,000 acres of Bush wow. Creek within our city limits, Rex. 57,000. That's within the city limits. Yeah. but. 108,800 total acres of urban wetlands. And it's right in the heart of our city. Very limited access. You can drive on a number of roadways, South University Avenue, and see a sign along the bridge that says Fush Creek. But there's only a couple of places where you can actually get into the creek. Benny Craig Park is one of them. Interstate Park is another. And I first started out in our wetlands at Heinemann Park because we had a little teeny tiny concrete chunk uh, it was called a boat ramp way back when and we could actually get out onto fush and float it so the way you got involved and got this organization going as you were a floater is that how, how you got involved in well design, just an environmentalist okay you know, i'm a farm boy who mm -hmm. learned as a young kid why you needed to take care of the environment and not throw out litter because you could damage your crops and i uh, I loved being out on the water. I'm from northern Ohio, so you know I was out on Lake Erie in the middle of the winter, oh, chopping, wow. chopping holes in the ice to go fishing. And yeah. when, when you know the ice melted, you know, out water skiing. But um, I started out some 17 years ago at the Hyman Park area when I moved back into Pulaski County from Saline County, and got involved with the neighborhood association there. And Hyman Park is actually the largest city park we mm -hmm. have. But it's all the uh, 
sporting activities are in a limited area, but we've got a couple hundred acres of wetlands, mm-hmm. and um, it's incredible. And so, you know, seeing the trash was out there years ago and getting the neighborhood involved, it just made sense when we decided to grow and expand and get down to the Benny Craig Park area to get more people involved. And I had friends in all these different state agencies, and we just came together and formed this group that met up a half a dozen times a year pre-COVID to make a difference and to get other citizens involved to see the natural beauty. I mean, we had people from nearby neighborhood associations who'd never been out into the wetlands. They had no idea how beautiful it was or that there were 300 plus year old bald cypress trees and hundreds of species of birds and lots of fish. So it was really fun getting all these agencies together to make a difference and to network and form partnerships to help our environment. Reed, talk a little bit about how you got involved uh, with Fish Creek. Well, I just heard about the uh, trash pickups from friends of Fish Creek, and so I got involved with that probably around 2014, 2016, and, um, and just continued to do that. And as I you know, was reaching my retirement and became empty nesters, I decided to join the Arkansas Master Naturalist, which led me you know, to do what we're doing today we we've uh well and i and i want you I don't, I don't want you to leave it there just that i was nearing retirement i mean your career kind of led into some of what you're doing now talk about your career with the u.s geological survey and yeah. what you did there yeah well, uh, yeah when i was growing up i was always interested in biology and you grew up here in little rock right no i grew up uh Following my dad, climbed the corporate ladder. Oh, okay, gotcha. All over <laughs> but, then, okay. But they're from Little Rock. Gotcha, gotcha. And so I'm very familiar with Little Rock, and we moved here in 1989. 89, when, okay. When I started working for the USGS. Um, so I was I was interested in, in aquatic biology. Stream ecology, lake ecology, and that kind of stuff. So that, that was kind of my preference. And so, you know, we got this wonderful, beautiful you know, Fush Creek watershed, Fush Creek bottoms, and it was just it was just messed up. I mean, when we do the trash collections with friends of Fush Creek, uh, we'd have, you know, what, what, 80, 100 people sometimes cleaning the creek, and it's like we can't even keep up with it. Yeah. So when I joined the Arkansas Master Naturalist, I thought, well, this would be – and we do volunteer work throughout the state – you know, keeping Arkansas in its natural state. That's kind of our motto. Um, I thought it would be a great opportunity for the master naturalist to get involved with a litter cleanup in, in Fush Creek. And and there were two trash booms originally, and they, they were kind of in disarray. And we hooked them back up in January of 2020. And they recently just played out, and we've replaced them through the – we, we got a grant through, or I guess KLRB purchased one 50-foot section and Little Rock Parks purchased the other 50-foot section. So we've got those back in play. And the, and the special thing about the booms is they concentrate the trash. You know, if it's street litter, it's, you know, here and there. and, and But once it goes down the storm drain and then get to one of the, I don't know how many tributaries, how many tributaries? About 15. 15 tributaries that lead to Fish Creek Mm -hmm. in the city, and we get a one-inch rainfall, and all that trash is in the storm drains. It then has a colon flush, 
And then we it ends up in the booms um, at at Benny Craig. And if we don't get it at Benny Craig, it'll either go out into the floodplain of the eighteen hundred mm-hmm. acres mm-hmm. Uh, b- behind the state fairgrounds, or it goes to the Arkansas River and the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. So it's we we really shouldn't let trash from Little Rock and Pulaski County end up in. The Gulf of Mexico. Uh, absolutely. It, it is a beautiful creek. Again, given your background, you can describe it better than I can, Reed. But like, you know, so many streams here in central Arkansas, where the Washtenaw Mountains, the Delta, uh, Gulf Coastal Plain, you know, right, we're right in the middle and the Arkansas River Valley all come together right here. It begins west of town in the hills and then, and then lowers into a, a lowland stream. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it shares a common watershed boundary with the Little Little Maumel watershed and mm-hmm. the Upper Saline. Yeah, and so it so it starts off in the Washtenaw Mountains and and then it comes down into the well, it'd be the uh, Gulf Coastal Plain, and and when it exits, it's in the Arkansas Valley. Yeah, so it's kind of goes through three ecosystems. And as far as I you know, I've traveled the country. I've done some international travel, but I've never seen. A, a wetland in the center of a, a city that was, you know, and it's an attraction that we have here in Little Rock. Yeah. And it's just, um, to me, it could be a real, a real, a showcase, you know, a destination, you know, for people to come, especially the citizens in Little Rock that don't even know it's there. A- absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot on this show and write a lot in my columns about economic development and how important quality of life amenities are in the knowledge-based economy of the 21st century. You're now attracting not smokestacks anymore. You're attracting people. You've got to attract talented people. And quality of life amenities are part of that. So, Norm, I know one of the things we talked about when we were on the canoe trip was that uh, uh, there's so much potential there with the Southwest Trail now being built. Uh, as the city looks at its overall parks plan, uh, talk a little bit about that and the potential you see inside the city of Little Rock and, and adding to that as, as a park and, and the potential it has for all residents of Little Rock and all residents of Central Arkansas. Well, our current director of Little Rock Parks and Recreation is on board with getting this turned into an official city park because of uniqueness. And because of our size, as we shared some 1,800 acres, this could become about the fourth largest city park in the United States. Mm. Years ago, Burns Park, just across the river from us, was third in the nation. Right. They're 200 acres smaller than us. Mm. They got pushed back by somebody this past year. But anyhow, how neat that Central Arkansas could have two of the largest parks in the U.S. But more importantly, Rex, our park, whatever it becomes named, uh, is probably going to be the most unique. Because it's in a floodplain, the water level changes 16 to 18 feet if it rains hard. Wow. So we're we're not building any parking lots in there. There's no restroom because it'll be flooded. Right. No playground area. The playground area exists with what's out there in nature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have access points from Benny Craig and Interstate Park where people can walk in. And that's what we've been doing for years for our cleanups. So when we take people out there, they're blown away. They had no idea it existed because of the uniqueness, the beauty, 
and all the, the natural things that are right here in the natural state. The Southwest Trail that you mentioned will be passing through our urban wetlands and right along the fairgrounds. So right now, our Arkansas State Fairgrounds, it's the largest event that takes place in a year with more people coming. And we set a new record this past year at the State Fair with something like 569,000 people showing up. So because of our wetlands or the Southwest Trail coming through there and having to be built up on stilts, an incredible bridge that's going to span over uh, Fush Creek to look down at these incredible trees, it's going to be the most expensive part of the entire 60 miles worth of trails, but the most unique. And, you know, Bicycling has become a very important thing here in Little Rock, and there's lots of new bike trails that are being built and pedestrian trails, non-motorized. Well, it's going to be a non-motorized trail coming mm. through our wetlands, mm -hmm. and they expect more people, Rex, to use the Southwest Trail once it gets started than the current number of people using the Arkansas River Trail. Man, that's amazing. And when they, there are a lot of people use the River Trail. There are, and they've got some stats. Um, you know, years ago when... A uh, former judge, Buddy Valines, wanted to build the Big Dam Bridge. People thought he was nuts. You know, he wanted, what, eight or ten million exactly. bucks? Exactly. But what it did to connect us with North Little Rock and their trail system there was huge. So a few years later, when they built the Two Rivers Bridge, that was a no-brainer because it went to a parks area where more people were coming to. So more people use the Two Rivers Bridge than mm -hmm. the approximate 900,000 to a million that are using the Big Dam Bridge. So they expect even more people to use the Southwest Trail because it's natural. And once they see it go through our huge urban wetlands, we're going to have even more people show up because we're seeing that right now when we do our cleanups. We had no idea this was right here in the city. You know, and they were so glad that we invited them to come help with a cleanup so they could see the beauty on their own. So that's huge. And it's we're getting close. Southwest Trail's going to be beginning here quite soon. Very exciting. Since you mentioned it, I want to say uh, rest in peace, Buddy Valines. Buddy was not only a friend, but I think that term visionary is overused. But but Buddy was a true visionary. He had a uh, he had a real vision for what Central Arkansas could be. Absolutely, what our, how our natural attributes could be used here uh, to attract people to Central Arkansas. Now let, let's let's get back. Uh, I, I want to talk about the. Uh, trash boom itself. So 26,000 pounds in just three years, uh, Ray. That's, that's that's a lot of trash. Yeah, we we got two 100-foot trash booms that you can navigate around. And uh, so it's not blocking, you know, if you're floating in a canoe or kayak. And, um, yeah, we're down at the downstream end of the watershed. Uh, and so – I mean, everything from River Valley horticulture to Otter Creek, Crooked Creek, Vimy Ridge, mm -hmm. um, all the way to the the uh, fairways of Chenal Country Club, yep. which is the headwaters of Rock Creek. And then you got, Col well, we don't get Coleman Creek uh, at the booms, but we got from Rock Creek all the way down All the way down, yeah, yeah. And um, so there's a lot of street litter. And so they were they were clean – Oh gosh, well we yeah I mean we we did we collected six hundred pounds last Saturday, mm. and the booms were clean yeah you know, prior to uh, prior to that wow and so the, and we hadn't had that much rain now we didn't get the big rain event you know like three weeks ago but um this little rain event we had just uh, 
This past week. Last week, yeah. Yeah, as we take this. Wow. Now, now, Norm, you are also active. You and I have worked uh, in your association with several different groups, and you're very active in the Little Rock chapter of Keep Arkansas Beautiful. Um, talk a little bit about that chapter, and then I want you to talk about how Keep Arkansas Beautiful has gotten a grant program now where others can put these booms across creeks around the state of Arkansas. Sure. So back in 2005, a group of people here in Little Rock uh, formed a nonprofit. And the following year in 2006, we became a certified affiliate of Keep Arkansas Beautiful. And we're one of 13 certified affiliates, but we're also one of over 700 certified affiliates of Keep America Beautiful. And when we started out in the very beginning, we had three major committees, beautification, litter prevention, and recycling. Since then, we've added three more, Mm. public awareness and fundraising, communications, and a brand new environmental education committee that's going to be taking information that we gleaned over the past few years to fourth grade students here in this Little Rock School District. So the kids can teach their parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles about street litter and how it harms the environment. What has happened over the past few years, Keep Arkansas Beautiful has observed what Reed and our other Keep or Friends of Fush Creek members have been doing at Benny Craig Park with our floating trash booms. And a little over three months ago, Keep Arkansas Beautiful went public at their quarterly commission meeting and announced a grant program for five uh, different organizations to apply for floating trash booms up to $2,600 each uh, total. Keep Little Rock Beautiful won one of those grants. Uh, Blue Sail Coffee in Conway, Ohio got, or in Conway, uh, Arkansas got the first uh, uh, grant. And uh, Reed and I have been there to help them find a location and get ready to install their boom. This is going to be huge for people to see. Absolutely. Because it's a very public location where we're doing this. And lots of people uh, are going to be coming by uh, Tucker Creek and Pompey Park to be able to visually see this. And to this date, Rex, there are so many people who think that once street litter goes into a storm drain, it gets properly taken care of. And when we're doing our cleanups, we're talking trash with the people who show up all <laughs> Literally the time. talking trash. Literally yeah. talking trash. Totally different than trash talking. <laughs> and people are unaware of the fact that street litter goes to a nearest waterway. And as Rita's been talking here, you know, we've got 15 major waterways in Little Rock that bring street litter and illegally dumped items into Fush Creek. And we're trying to get the word out. And we've been talking about this for years, but there's still people who don't realize that it doesn't get processed like what goes into your sanitary sewer. You know, that does get processed. So it's it's a bit of a challenge trying to make the public aware of where street litter goes and the illegally dumped items and what we got to do to protect the environment by removing it. And as Reed said, you know, once it gets the Arkansas River, we can't put a trash boom across the Arkansas exactly. River. Exactly. And we we got to capture it here. But we're trying to get more people involved in the Adopt-A-Street program that exists in many, many communities. Not everybody has a sign like Little Rock has that shares the name of the adopter. Works two ways. Show who's cleaning up, who needs to clean up. 
Mm-hmm. But we're getting there. Over the past years when we've been talking trash, we've gotten more people to get involved. My Keep Little Rock Beautiful group partners with the City of Little Rock Public Works Department, who created an Adopt-A-Street program here in Little Rock some 27 years ago. And we're helping them out because, you know, when we first came on board, there were 13 more of us than a single person from Public Works. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying to get our neighborhood associations and business and civic organizations, please adopt you know, three, we four need blocks. more streets adopted. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have I, I wrote a column recently you may have seen uh, and I, I put the headline on it. The unnatural state, because yes. I travel this state all along and it's not just Little Rock. It's the whole state. We we've got a real trash problem in Arkansas. We, we do. And it's really strange because we have a unique group of people who are very open and, you know, willing to meet strangers coming into our communities, but we're about the most litter happy yeah. community I've seen. And I've lived all over the world being ex Air Force. So yeah. It's oh, crazy. Absolutely. absolutely. And it and it is such there's a lot of education as you touched on involved. Norm, I got to visit with you uh, out there, you and the other volunteers uh, staffed a table for 10 days during the Arkansas State Fair. By the way, the fair, congratulations, record attendance this year, which was Great to see uh, you were there in the Hall of Industry. Uh, that had to be a great opportunity, though, to do a little public education as people from all over Arkansas attend that event. Oh, absolutely. We've always enjoyed being there. You know, we had a bit of a break during COVID, and we're glad to get back out in front of the people. But, you know, having some posters up, we had one of the Southwest Trail, and we had it where everybody could see it. Well, it's that gonna happen, really yeah. drew a lot of attention. And we have photos and videos that um, roll on a screen that Reed puts together that show people our trash boom cleanups. That kind of blows their minds. They said, you got to be kidding me. Where's that come from? And back as I earlier said, people don't realize, you know, street litter goes into waterways and we capture it, you know, in Bush Creek. But it's a great place to get in front of people to share who we are. We're all volunteers. Mm -hmm. We've had people, well, how much do you get paid to do this? Nothing. We get a sponsor to pay for the exhibit booth space. We used to get it for free. Times have changed. And thank goodness for Little Rock Water Reclamation Authority, who's one of our partners, who pays for our two exhibit booths to get out in front of the public, to be able to talk trash with them and get them involved. And hey, you know, you could bring your family to help us with our next cleanup and you can have fun and join the environment. Maybe you'll see, you know, um, some animals running loose out in the huge wetlands, maybe not, but it's just a good place to get out and see the difference that you're making. Yeah. Reed, I'm, I know what my vision is. I mean, I have this vision of the Southwest Trail completed, lots of cyclists, lots of hikers on it, but then a lot of hikers going on into the wetlands and a, and a lot more canoes, a lot more kayaks on on Fush Creek itself what what is your your kind of vision what what can it be five years from now ten years from now well we're thinking thinking a lot alike I think it, it could be a great attraction and uh, and the bottoms uh, there's so many acres and there's a lot of history down there I mean the, the Confederates had an encampment there at the Battle of Fush mm-hmm. Creek um, yeah, there was, there's an old mortuary down in the bottoms. There's, so there's a lot of history in there. Um, I ran into a metal detector out there one day, and he's pulling up you know, artifacts and stuff. 
yeah, I mean, we, we could have uh, canoe vendors, you know, that are renting canoes and people going up and down the creek. The, the best part of the creek is the trip we took, put in an yeah. interstate. And if the flow's not really, you know, rough, you, if you got three hours to float, you paddle two hours up. Yeah. And you, it's one hour back. Come back you down. get back yeah. in your car. It was wonderful. Home. I got to tell and you. That's the prettiest part of the creek. Is yeah. That. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I travel the whole state. And one of the things I've always liked about the Delta of East Arkansas is, is the big cypress trees. But boy, there's still cypress standing along Fush Creek uh, that we saw on mm-hmm. that trip that are every bit as old as you'll find over, say, in the cash bottoms of East Arkansas. Yeah, we, we've got one that that well you can't get to it by the creek but it's in the bottoms and it's kind of in a you, you kind of got to walk through some sloughs to get to it but it, it took five of us to wrap our arms around wow so i call that the the champions well wow, that's that's great and i you know i would have thought you know given that this is the largest urban area in the state that that probably all of those would have been clear-cut decades ago, but I guess it was so so muddy and so rough. It was it was hard to get in there yeah, and get th- timber I think, out. I think yeah. many of them were, yeah, because yeah, there's an old postcard that shows them all the stumps and they're they're paddling in between mm-hmm. the stumps. Yeah, but, I mean the, the when the early Europeans came, all their um, slaughterhouses were over Fush Creek, and you know I tell people that if, if the, they ask if are there any alligators. I said I haven't seen any, but when they had the slaughterhouses over fish, I bet there were some. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> plenty to eat at that time. But yeah. and, and it's uh, you know, and there's you know, our culture from back in the days is if you want to get rid of it, throw it in the creek. Yeah. And so there's a lot of tires still yet to get out. There's a but lot the creek of- is fishable. You told me if people want to fish, yeah, also. Yeah. yeah, I fish. If there's good fish, there's a, a large variety of fish because it connects with the Arkansas River. So mm-hmm. a lot of fish come in the creek to spawn and yeah. you know, seasonally live, have, you know, habitat there, and then go back out to the big river. And uh, there is otter. There's deer. There was a clean deer carcass on the boat ramp at Benny Craig's oh, wow. Saturday. Wow! <laughs> Somebody cleaned a deer at the boat ramp. Yeah. Um, but a lot of deer, a lot of wildlife. It's, it, you know, in the canoes you can be real quiet, and mm-hmm. uh, so you come up on a lot of that wildlife. And one time I came around a bend, and a, a bunch of wood ducks lit. Oh, nice! And it, they were in the middle of hundreds of plastic bottles mm. and styrofoam cups mm-hmm. swimming through, you know, I guess feeding where they could. And then they, you know, they saw me and they lit and I thought, dang, they just came right out of a big old wad of trash. Yeah. You know, that doesn't, have, that doesn't need to be there. Not at all. Not so. at all. Norm, I guess you have a similar vision five, ten years from now. Lots of kayakers, lots of canoeists, people hiking down through the bottoms. Uh If we can bring all of this together. It's going to happen. Um, I've already had conversation with a local outfitter who's anxious to rent watercraft and bicycles. Oh, very exciting. And it would be a very convenient spot for people to drive to a huge park area. And on the weekends, we have people coming, you know, to Interstate Park because it's a sport complex. Mm -hmm. And there's times when you can't even find a place to park because there's that many. So I can only imagine once we have the trail coming through there, to have other people coming out to see what's going on. And hey, I'll spend a few hours and I'll rent a bike and maybe I'll pedal down to the historic bridge that's uh, in you know Bryant area that's being renovated. We know for sure the trail's going through that area or you know 
paddle up to the Arkansas River from Interstate Park and or get out and hike. I mean, we've got a half mile trail that's out there on the land right now that we carved out years ago. And it's just made a difference. I mean, we use it to help get the trash out, but just to take people on a hike. And we've had high school kids that we've taken out there and parents and families. And it's just, it's a wonderful place. And you don't have to travel far to get there because it's right here in the heart of the city. Absolutely. So it's it's going in the right direction. We've been working at it for a long time. We want to see it become a reality while we're still around and able to do it because I want to bike the whole thing. And I hope my body will let me do it to go from Little Rock Central High down to Hot Springs National Park. All right. If somebody's listening to this podcast, Norman, they want to get involved in Friends of Fish Creek or keep Little Rock beautiful or both, um, how do they do it? Give them, give them a way to get in contact, say, I want to volunteer, I want to help. Well, we've got uh, websites. You can just you know Google Keep Little Rock Beautiful or Friends of Fish Creek. We've got uh, sites on Facebook. We have a calendar on our Keep Little Rock Beautiful website, so it shows upcoming cleanup events or activities. Um, just an easy way. And there are places where sometimes, you know, my name pops up and an email address, shoot me an email. Just doesn't matter. Happy to help. All right. Very exciting potential. Thanks again for the, uh, for the canoe trip, uh, a while back. Uh, hopefully we can do that again in the future. And thanks for all of your, you're doing to build on this wonderful asset, Fush Creek and the Fush Creek Bottoms that we have here in Central Arkansas. Norm Burner, Reed Green, my guest today. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the Southern Pride Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.